Welcome to Popular Cultural Cherry. My name is Lawin and I am your host. In this podcast, we give you an outsider's perspective about European life, culture, and pretty much anything that is connected to this continent. So get ready to learn something new in a light and entertaining way. Alright, so welcome back everyone to my podcast. This week is going to be a bit different from the last weeks. I've been doing my episodes, so I've been doing more interviews before, but this time I thought I'd do an episode by myself for a change. And this episode, I really wanted to talk about a very special topic to me. Last month was actually carnival season here in this part of Europe. So there are a lot of countries that actually celebrate carnival. And yes, this is the same carnival that you know of that happens in Brazil, but apparently it actually came from Europe. So there's a lot of history there. And I really wanted to explain a little more about what Carnival is, how it came to be, how it is celebrated these days in in Germany or in other countries around this part of Europe. But in general, like I felt really sad because actually Carnival is one of those really big events where everybody gets together, where you feel a very festive environment. And despite the weather, like Carnival happens during winter, but you still see everybody smiling and everybody outside. And that's quite rare to happen during winter. After three and a half years in this part of Europe, Carnival has really been, you know, one of my favorite times of the year. And this year without Carnival and with COVID, it just felt so different. So I just wish next year would be back to normal or even better. So yeah, so first of all, what is Carnival for those people who don't know what it is? So Carnival, how it actually started It is a Christian or a Catholic celebration. And traditionally, it's been celebrated in more Western countries. But obviously, because of age of exploration, because of these colonies in the past hundred years, the reach of Carnival has expanded globally. So you'd see it in the Americas. In the US, you have it as Mardi Gras. In Rio de Janeiro or in other cities in Brazil, you have like really big celebrations. But also this part of of Europe, like Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, the UK, Switzerland, Italy, Spain. And actually, I'm pretty sure there, there are a lot of other places that celebrate Carnival that I have not mentioned. But in general, I just wanted to give you guys an understanding of how big this event actually is and how loved it is around the world. And it actually started as a Christian or a Catholic celebration. And the reason being is that in our religion, so I'm, I was born Catholic, so I kind of understand the liturgical calendar. Carnival takes place because of this Lenten period that Catholics and Christians follow. Lenten period happens in mid-February for 40 days and it kind of ends on Easter Sunday, this whole week in April. And Lenten period normally for practicing Catholics and Christians This is the time when you're supposed to kind of also give sacrifices because this was the time that Jesus also made sacrifices. Jesus supposedly fasted for 40 days in the desert and endured Satan's temptation. Obviously, for the modern day Christian, this is not the case anymore. So we don't need to go to the desert and fast for 40 days. I don't think also we are capable of doing that. But in these days, it's really up to the person on what he would want to um, sacrifice, but in general, you see people, they fast, they don't drink alcohol, maybe they, maybe they also on Good Friday. So during this Lenten period, every Friday, you're not supposed to eat meat. Some people, again, 
They also do some fasting and abstinence or they give up some certain luxuries. And this is seen as like, you know, repenting for your sins or also like make your own personal sacrifices by doing that. It's supposed to actually draw you closer to God. So just an example of how how fasting and abstinence work. So as a kid, I think I followed this Good Friday, not eating meat on, on Fridays during Lenten season. In general, like I come from a country that's very religious. So actually... The Philippines is like 90%, I'd say, Catholic, and the big majority of that are practicing Catholics. So let me just give you an idea of what some people do during Lenten season. So actually, there's a place in the Philippines called San Fernando Pampanga. And in this place, it's very, very special. A lot of tourists go there during Lenten season. And that's because a lot of people are very extreme in terms of how they perform their sacrifices. So you have a lot of kind of devotees who are, in a sense, kind of fanatical as well. So you see a lot of people in this town kind of like self-flagellating themselves. So basically they have whips. They hit themselves in the back with these whips. And these whips also have like some shard glass so then you'd see actually a lot of blood like spewing out of their backs so i actually was able to visit this town once during lenten season maybe around five six years ago and i saw this firsthand so you see a lot of people walking around the town whipping themselves in the back a lot of blood a lot of tourists watching and then you see a couple of guys and probably these guys have the biggest balls in that town because they actually have themselves nailed to a cross so they actually get crucified during this time and they kind of act out the whole crucifixion of jesus and apparently there's a guy there probably this was the guy i saw and he's actually done it 33 times so there's a guy who's got nailed to the cross 33 times so that's a very extreme example but just to give you an idea of of you know how extreme it could go so it could go from just not eating meat to like someone getting crucified on the cross but yeah so back to carnival so carnival happens right before the lenten season happens so it makes sense right before you make your sacrifices you have this huge party and that's how it's been celebrated throughout i don't know a couple hundred years or so it's the last chance for you to have a good time it's the last chance for you to party but i think now a lot of this connection to religion is not anymore there. So, you know, people just party, even though the Lenten season, they won't really make any sacrifices. I don't know. It's just an an awesome event for the local community, an awesome spectacle to see as a tourist, as an immigrant or as an expat or whatever. It's just an amazing atmosphere. So actually, carnival, the word carnival, I read somewhere that it's it originates from Latin, from carne, levare, which means away with meat. I have no idea if this is true. Maybe it's not, but kind of makes sense. And then this carne, levare kind of translated to modern day word of carnival. So it does make sense. So yeah, so what actually happens during carnival? So if you haven't seen videos of how it happens in, you know, New Orleans in Mardi Gras or in Rio de Janeiro, basically there's a lot of costumes, a lot of parades, live music, people on the streets, people getting wasted, people having fun, kids, old people, everybody, everybody just out celebrating. And actually, I live in an area where it's very, very prominent. So one of the oldest cities in in Germany to celebrate the carnival is Cologne, which is not too far from where I live. But in general, this whole region, 
really celebrates it. So that's Dusseldorf, Aachen, and Cologne are probably the most prominent ones, I guess. And then a lot of other cities in when you cross the border to Belgium or the Netherlands and I know going south to whatever, Switzerland, Italy, you have also some more carnival celebrations going on. So what actually happens during carnival in this area? So carnival would start around November, technically. So 11th, 11th. So that's 11th of November at 11, 11 in the morning and would end during Ash Wednesday. Basically, in the middle of February, the whole city kind of prepares for it. And then during the specific days, so there are specific days during the week um, where Carnival is celebrated. And for some companies, it would be a holiday for like, especially like the local companies. A lot of people who work for maybe companies that are based in these cities, but are not really involved in the celebrations would kind of be encouraged to take a day off, but it's not really like a public holiday. In general, what happens is the whole city is kind of closed off. And then there's a parade or a motorcade, which which is what we call it in the Philippines, wherein you have like these motorized floats where there are people on top. And this whole float is kind of decorated by certain themes and the themes are very random so you have i don't know people dressed up as you know soldiers from the 1500s you have people dressed up as knights you have people dressed up as aliens or whatever so it's very very random the people on these floats are either organizations within the city or local companies based in that city and what happens is usually these um, floats are followed by people, the organization itself. So just like people walking and following these motorized floats. And these people, maybe they're dancing. They have like specific music. Maybe it's a marching band. It's really different per organization or per company. But basically they have their own gimmick. And what happens is the city kind of has a specific route that this parade would follow. What's expected is that the people would kind of hang around this route and to kind of welcome these, this parade of people. And what happens normally is that the people watching are, are drinking. They're also in costume. They're also maybe playing their own music. And what they actually would do would vary from city to city. Here in Aachen, in Germany, what happens is that a lot of these floats have tons of candy and like snacks. And basically what they're doing is just showering the people watching on the sidelines, on the side streets, showering them with candy, with some snacks, with some gummy bears, with some chocolate or whatever. So it's really fun for, for kids or for the sweet tooths. But yeah, maybe it's not for everyone. Uh, but the nice thing is that you see people from every age group there. I've also celebrated it in another place in Maastricht in the Netherlands. And there what happens is more of just like a big party with drinks, kind of commercialized as well. Lots of companies kind of selling stuff, lots of small booths where you can buy drinks or food or whatever. In terms of like party, party, I'd say there is a bit more for partying. I hear Cologne is is the best place, but I still have not been and I was hoping to go this year, but unfortunately that, that didn't happen. So hopefully next year I can go. But in general, yeah, people come in really crazy costumes. So last year I was a lobster and there was one year where I came as a sumo wrestler ballerina. So just very, very random costumes. I remember in Maastricht as well, like it was so crazy because there's 
so many people, and I think a lot of people from other parts of the Netherlands also traveled to to that city. And basically, you couldn't move. It was just like one big street party, beer being thrown everywhere, people dancing everywhere. It's just crazy and lots of trash as well everywhere. But yeah, that's sorted out the day after. But in general, it was super fun. And that would happen I don't know how many days in a week, but like two to three, three times in the whole week. I think that one thing that this area has in common is you have like notorious carnival music. So carnival music is pretty shitty music. <laughs> Imagine like the music that you know that they play for a kid's carnival. You hear it the whole day and for several days. And the only way you can really even appreciate this kind of music is if you actually get really wasted yourself. There's no way to enjoy it if you're not wasted. It annoys the crap out of a lot of people I know. Even like local people don't like it. But after, you know, if you drink enough, like you start feeling the vibe. And there's also one interesting thing uh, that happens during carnival is that your city always has like a prince of carnival. So the prince is like the party starter. He is this local guy who basically is voted by the city council. And this person has like a very special costume. And he's the person who actually has to officially open this event or to actually initiate the party and for a lot of like the local people being selected as the prince of carnival is like a dream come true or like you know it's a very very big deal but yeah i mean you'd see this guy with a special costume and he has his own he has his own gang he has his own entourage and a lot of attention is given to him it was sad this year that it didn't happen because i really missed that vibe that environment during february so yeah this week my episode's a bit different I hope you enjoyed it. If you've had your own experience of Carnival, let me know in my social media accounts. You can simply comment there. Actually, I thought about this this episode also because I recently was a guest for another podcast called The Expatcast, who is run by this lovely woman called Nicole. And I actually spoke about my city, Aachen. And one of the questions there was, what's one of the best times to visit Aachen? And I mentioned during Carnival season. This episode of mine with Nicole on Expatcast will be coming out next week on March 25th. So do check out the Expatcast. There's a blog and there's also the podcast itself. So yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And yeah, stay tuned for my next episode next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Pop Your Cultural Cherry. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. To be updated with our latest episodes, don't forget to give us a like and a follow on our Facebook page and our Instagram account. 